Hi, everyone. This is Jennifer. Welcome to the Corporate Flight Attendant Podcast. I've been a corporate flight attendant for over six years, and I tell you the brutal, honest truth of this industry. This is season two, episode six. Make sure to check out freespiritpodcast.com. You can support this podcast and purchase my corporate flight attendant book, my list bundle, that's L-I-S-T-S, which includes the prep, deplane, catering go-tos, and packing lists, and also my resume editing service. To ensure you have the best corporate flight attendant resume and cover letter out there. Oh, and I will be moving to dropping an episode once a month because I'm adding more podcasts to the Free Spirit Podcast brand, so I'm really busy. Today's episode date is Friday, March 18th, 2022. The next episode will drop on Friday, April 15th, 2022, and I will put the drop schedule for 2022 in today's show notes. Today's topic is, which dream job should I take? You're listening to this podcast, so you've done everything right. You're smart, curious, knowledgeable, a hard worker, and you've made a great reputation for yourself in the corporate aviation industry. Let's say that now you're at the point where you've been working at a VistaJet or a NetJet or a company like that for two years where you've amassed a ton of hours of flying, international experience, and visas such as China, Brazil, and India. I don't know how much business we'll be doing with Russia in the near future, but we'll see. On your days off, you've been contracting for other accounts at various airports, so you've been building a great reputation. You're doing fine financially, but not great, and you like more stability, such as a 401k, maternity, or paternity leave. And after two years of paying your dues, building your resume, you know, it's time to move on. You're feeling it. You're, you're, you're ready to go out there into the world. So you put out your feelers discreetly to people in the industry you trust and who are discreet as well, saying that you're looking for a lead FA job, FA meaning flight attendant. You put this out into the universe and you start receiving calls. I will give you four scenarios of real accounts you have to choose from. All of these accounts have pros and cons and are of equal pay, benefits, and time off. Your travel time to and from the airport hangar is about the same with all four accounts. So after I give you all the information, which one do you choose? Account one, it's a great owner. So it's an owner account with a great crew. The pilots are wholesome, especially the chief pilot. You know, you're going to have squeaky clean, wholesome fun. It keeps everything professional and you don't have to worry about, you know, any type of harassment leaking in there. So you actually really enjoy it. You have an amazing owner. She's so kind. She's a 90-year-old woman, and she shares her three private jets with her two adult sons and their families. The catering is standard. It's pretty easy. They fly to amazing places like Paris, New York, Brazil, and Miami, and the Caribbean in the winter. On paper, it looks like they fly a lot because the flights are long, such as New York to Brazil, but they only fly 14 days a month. The chief pilot and owner have a good relationship, so the owner treats the crew like family. However, you fly with her 33% of the time and her sons the rest. Son A, we'll call the first son, son A, 
has a nice family, but his nanny is an old woman who snaps her fingers at you. It's degrading and it's annoying, and, but she does have control of the kids, which is good. The last 33% of the time you fly, it's with son B. His family is a nightmare with a wife who popped out five children, but has yet to discipline any of them. <laughs> son B lets the kids do whatever they want, on the plane as well. It's an absolute mess. After each trip, the kids go on. The children don't listen. They run around the cabin. There are two very sweet, very young nannies who are around 19, 20 years old, but they can't control the kids either. So you've contracted on this account. So you know most of the ins and outs and you know what you're getting into. Account two, you are flying an owner account with the best pilots ever. So fun, a joy to work with them. You always look forward to flying with them. The catering is easy and they fly great places such as Palm Beach, Florida and the Caribbean in the winter to the owner's houses and uh, two big family vacations a year to places like Australia and New Zealand. However, the owners are a husband and a wife. They are passive aggressive and will throw you under the bus if necessary. <laughs> Even the pilots have said not to trust them. Their teenage daughters are shy but very sweet. The wife is domineering towards the daughters and you get to witness her scream at them for small things like not cleaning up their iPads fast enough. The wife also loves attention and screams upon landing and takeoff. And she hits on one of the pilots, which is actually really funny. <laughs> it's actually really funny to watch her just full on hit on uh, one of the more attractive male pilots. It's, it's pretty awesome. He handles it well, but I love how it makes him uncomfortable. Sorry. Sometimes, you know, tables turned. It can be funny, but you know what I mean? The mechanic who doesn't fly with you talks to you in a degrading way. And he's also passive aggressive like the owners. And you can tell he will throw you under the bus to save his own ass if he, you know, if the situation ever came to it. You've contracted with this account, so you know the ins and outs. Account three, this account is hybrid owner corporate. The staff is great because you interact with dispatch constantly. The pilots and other FAs are communicative and nice to work with. There are a lot of them. So a couple are a little annoying, but everyone is mostly fine. They fly to the best places all over the world, and it depends on the month how busy they are. Some months they fly only a few days a month, while others you're flying 25 days a month. The corporate PACs, P-A-X, or passengers, are gracious and kind. However, everyone is terrified of the owner. He comes on the plane cursing, screaming. He's degrading and sexist. He's a miserable fuck. You have to fly with him rarely, but these flights are usually longer. You've only contracted a little for this company and have never met the asshole owner. Account four. This account is 100% corporate. The staff and pilots are fine. No one will be your best friend, but mostly good people. It's a larger flight department with many pilots, but you would be the cabin service manager and hire contracts to work under you if needed. The company says after you fly 12 days a month, you can enlist contractors for the rest. They fly to the best places all over the world, especially China and India, so you can maintain these visas. The passengers are very nice, including the owner and his wife. Uh, by owner, I mean CEO, owner of the company. 
The catering can be complicated, especially because they like ordering from local restaurants, but you have a system down. However, you hear that company policy is changing with the private jets and the higher execs are now allowed to use the plane with their families for personal vacations. This will add a lot more flying time to the schedule. So those 12 days a month may turn into many more. You've contracted for this company, but only a little bit. As you can see, there are pros, there are cons to each account, but what's most important to you? That's what you really have to think about. Is working for a large corporation in accounts three and four more appealing than working for an owner? Before I tell you my choice, first of all, notice that I didn't give you any scenarios of less money or benefits or horrendous pilots because why would you leave your current job to make more or less the same money and be abused? Also notice that you've contracted for all these companies. Make sure you contract for a company first before saying yes to a permanent job to ensure it's the right fit. These accounts are real. I've worked for all of them. Let me start with which accounts I would not choose and tell you why and see if they align with your choices. So let me pause a second and make sure you've thought about these four accounts and uh, just give you a second to think and then I'll tell you my choices. See what a fun game this is, <laughs> at least for me. Um, the first account I would omit is account three. If the owner is a miserable fuck and all the employees accept this abuse as common knowledge, that sets a terrible precedent and possible toxic work environment down the line. I do not need to work for a psychopath, even rarely, and I do not want to be around that energy. So there you go. The next account I would omit is account two. Again, the owners and mechanic being passive aggressive and would throw me under the bus. I don't like this environment. I can't trust them. I know of a celebrity, man, I wish I could say the name because the guy's such an a-hole, of a major film star who threw two pilots under the bus when it was actually his fault. And by the way, he did that with the FAA. So if you can't trust someone, I'm out. The next account I would omit is account one. As sweet as she is, I don't love the age of the owner. If she's 90, she won't be around for long. And then the jets will go to her sons and now you'll be working for them or they could fire the crew and start over, which happens all the time because they're lured by other management companies who say, hey, uh, we're going to get you a much better deal. So come with us. This happens all the time. And these sons could sell the jets and the crew gets fired anyway. It's just all too unpredictable. So what is my choice and was it your choice? My choice is account four. So in account four, I like that it's corporate, that they have an HR if anything were to happen. I like that it's a cabin service manager position. So it's a step up. It puts me in management. I like that. I would try to sign a contract with a company where I only fly 14 days a month. And after 14 days, I can decide to use contractors. This contract will protect you. I knew of someone who signed a contract like this, but limited herself to 10 days a month. And she was the first one to go during the layoffs. My prediction is if this corporation allows more personal travel, there will be a lot more flying, trust me. But if you have a month where on day 15, you're flying home anyway, don't cause an uproar and say, I have to leave on day 14. Just fly home and keep quiet. You know, if you have something scheduled for day 15, I understand, like then you can work it out. But 
if it, if it happens rarely and you have to fly an extra day, just don't say anything. So there you go. And now you have your dream job and can move forward in your career. Again, I am moving to a monthly drop schedule for this podcast. So the next episode will drop on Friday, April 15th, 2022. And oh, 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 I have some good news. I have an interview scheduled to record with an amazing lead flight attendant. So hopefully that happens in the next week or so. And you have an interview for the next time. Wouldn't that be amazing? It would be our first interview. Fingers crossed. Until then, happy flying.